all it does is amplify what you're already doing. If what you already are doing isn't working, you can amplify it times a million and you still have something that isn't working. Welcome to the Hello Life Academy podcast with Megan Moore. As a busy mom of two kids and two dogs and a passion for supporting women in business, this podcast is going to give you everything you need to start building a business you love. Thanks for joining us and let's get on with the show. You are referred to as the CIA of Facebook ads. And like when I read that, I kind of laugh, but I'm like, where did that come from? Danielle Laporte actually said that about me in a Facebook post. Like it was actually a total surprise, which was super cool just like to wake up one day we used to run all of her planner campaigns. So, you know, obviously she like does her big planners every year and we would run her planner campaign at the end of each year for the following year. Out of the blue, I woke up one morning and I'm tagged in a post by Danielle Laporte. And she's like, you know, we're just shouting at like all the vendors that we love so much. And someone on her team who was our direct contact was like, yeah, like Jennifer's the CIA of Facebook ads, just like always helping us figure stuff out. I love that so much. How long have you had your agency for and when did you start doing Facebook ads? November 2020 was six years. So we're, we're a little over um, six years at this point. I will say like the first couple of years was very freelancey, you know, it was me and some contractors. So it's really only been like three or so years that I've been truly building like a team and an agency. Um, but I've been in the ads world, like since there was an ads world to be in, you know, I was really like jumping into this in like 2010 and 2011. And so, yeah, kind of like ground up, people always ask like, where did you get your training? And it's like, well, there wasn't any, like we were all just kind of figuring it out. So I've been in the space for like 11 years now. That's amazing. Where are you in the world? I'm in Queens, New York. Oh, are you? Oh, I have been to New York once and I fell in love with it and I can't wait. I just, I'm going to come and visit you. <laughs> you should. Where are you? So I'm in Calgary, Canada. Okay. Just above Montana. Helpful. <laughs> it's like most people don't really know from the States. Like we know everything about the States and um, people are like, where's Calgary? I'm like, well, we're just above Montana. So yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> It's so beautiful. So I have been using Facebook ads probably, I should have hired you probably 10 years ago because I've been doing a shit job at them. <laughs> but I did see the power of them in a few of our launches. When we did use them, we our conversions were way higher, our numbers increased, but they felt really scary because when you were spending like $1,000 in your mind, in my mind as a new entrepreneur back then, I was like, wow, $1,000 is so much money to spend. And I've been reading your websites who do you work with primarily? We work with women entrepreneurs who are usually already past the six-figure mark. Um, I kind of usually, like my general rule of thumb, not even to prospects, but just to business owners is like, you should be scrappy AF for those first six figures. Even if you could figure out Facebook ads, I actually think that's like a disservice to you and your growth as a business owner. So scrappy, like whatever the current version is of like knocking on doors is what you should do to get to that six figures. The majority of our clients are probably at bottom closer to around 250K annually. And partially to your point, yes, it's about, you do need to invest a little bit to get something back, but also 
where you, what you don't want to do, and people do this all the time, is look at Facebook ads as like this magical thing that's going to fix your business or just bring in new clients. And if you don't have your foundational stuff in place, if you don't know who you serve, how to speak to them in a way that means something, how to talk about your offer, have it be validated, you don't necessarily have to have like a solidified funnel in the traditional sense, but at least an idea of your customer decision journey. If you don't have those things, you're, you're wasting your money on, on ads. You, you have to have a sense of those foundational pieces. And I think it takes low six figures to really get to that and have what you do be properly validated. I am obsessed with what you just said. <laughs> so true. I've, I've had so many clients say, well, if I run a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad or whatever, I'll get clients. And I'm like, no, you won't. You're not even making $500 a month right now. You, you don't know your business. You really have to know what you're doing. And I can't wait to talk to you about this whole funnel thing because I am just in love with funnels. And I think that they're so powerful and everyone should have one. But it's like, if you don't know what your product is or your core services are, how do you even, how do you get there? So yeah. you're so clear on your target audience and who you work with. Did it take you a few years to get there? Absolutely. I mean, you know, to the point that we were kind of just discussing, um, my first, my first two years in business, I don't even think I had a real website. I mean, truly the definition of scrappy, um, you know, and then I think my first full four years in business, I wasn't really doing any formal online marketing. It was just like being visible, talking to people, working referrals and word of mouth like crazy. Probably wasn't until we were around 250, 300K where I was like, oh, I am getting really good at selling. I'm like understanding what to say to move people forward. I'm getting better at delivering the service. I'm getting better at talking about what it is that we do. I think now is the time to start like building like a true online marketing system and funnel. And I think doing that any sooner could have meant, you know, spending a lot of money and losing it. Yeah. You had to go through the process, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think such a big point for so many people is you do need years of experience under your belt and screw ups and things that happen and like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I've made so many mistakes. I should have like a book of they're the best. It's like the badge of honor. <laughs> yeah. um, no, for sure. And, you know, just like one of the things I say all the time, which I think it sounds so obvious, but at the same time, people are not treating it like it's so obvious, which is Facebook ads are just a marketing channel. It's just a marketing channel. It's a channel just like every other channel. All it does is amplify what you're already doing. If what you already are doing isn't working, you can amplify it times a million, you still have something that isn't working. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many people need to hear that sentence, that obvious, simple sentence. We should all have tattoos on our bodies. It just, like, it would be my first official tattoo, by the way. But nine. So <laughs> it'd be my yeah. 10. That's awesome. I actually have a client who owns like amazing tattoo shops and I still don't have one. I go in there. I'm like, it looks so scary to me. I'm obsessed actually. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about funnels and what you did because you know before we started to to chat, I want to hear exactly your process of how your business really kind of feels like in my mind exploded. Yeah, and it did a little bit. And you know, like I said, word of mouth and referrals got us to 
a good 300, 400 came and we were, we were doing great. It was like me and like a couple contractors. I was doing all the work, but I was making a lot of money. That was fun for a minute um, before I really started like building out a team and a business. And kind of what I was like noticing is, okay, what we really do for clients is yes, it's about Facebook ads, but really it's about building a system for them that allows them to be in control of their own growth. That's that big picture context and vision, the ability to say, I know exactly what I have to spend to bring in three, five, 10, 20 new clients this month. And I, and I know how to do it in a way that's profitable. And I wanted that system. I wanted it so badly. I literally was just like, like we're doing it. I know that it works for businesses. We're seeing it. And even as we were growing through word of mouth and referrals, there wasn't that control. There wasn't that predictability. I couldn't just press a button or turn up a dial and get more clients. I was like at the whim of other people. And like, I'm a little bit of a control freak. I did not like that at all. So, you know, I really just like went on this like journey, so to speak, of what is that system going to look like for my agency because we're ready for growth. We were ready to grow. And I was like committed as anything. 2020 was going to be a million dollar year. Like you could not stop me. Like that was just, it was happening. And so I knew I had to really figure this out and, and crack this. And long story short, I ended up ignoring the rules around how you're supposed to sell high ticket with Facebook ads, which, you know, obviously the normal process is like, well, first you have to nurture and content and webinars and lead magnets and like all the things. And again, nothing like in and of itself that's wrong with that. And we have plenty of clients where that does work, but I really felt strongly that my clients were so far away from being DIYers that I couldn't, like I was thinking what could be a lead magnet for them? And I couldn't think of any. Like they don't want to learn. They don't want to watch a training. They didn't want any of that. They just wanted the right person to appear and handle stuff for them. So my funnel, which is like this magical thing now that is, you know, been so profitable for us is literally driving traffic. We target cold people that don't know us. Very simple ad, like very simple directly to like a full sales page, landing page, about myself, the agency, what we do, case studies, testimonials, like all that good juicy stuff. And then directly to book a call with me. And, you know, look, there's obviously like different pieces in terms of the messaging. Um, A really important piece of this is how I word questions in my application form, because I don't want just any and everybody. We're actually very upfront about the investment and really making sure that people get that. So there's minute details. But at the end of the day, we're targeting cold people that don't know us sending them to a page. They are immediately booking. I have a really great nurture sequence that's also coupled with retargeting ads that run for after people book. That is purely just like, hi, like this is like me, the person. So that people are showing up to my sales call saying like, I think I love you. I want to be your best friend like this. I know everything about you, um, which is obviously a great way to start a sales call. But Plain and simple, look, the numbers at the end of the day, throughout 2020, we spent just around $20,000 on that funnel. And again, that's over the whole year. I know people hear 20 grand, they're like, I can't spend, but it really was like, you know, a smaller amount per month. And we manage for a lot of our clients and that $20,000 in ad spend brought in around $440,000 in revenue cash that hit our account. And you have to keep in mind 
you know, the last three months of the year, that whole chunk of revenue that came in, those clients are going to be up for renewal soon. And because renewals are so obviously part of my business and how I run things, it would actually be very possible for that 20K in spend to turn into 600, 700, 800 down the line as we continue to retain and renew these clients. Yeah, that's amazing. I And I'm listening to you speak and I'm like, holy Hannah, that's crazy. But you've also broken so many of the quote unquote online marketing rules, like nurturing people after they've already booked the call. Yes, and- I think it's so crazy that there's like this sentiment of, oh, I got them to book, like the work is done. Like, let me just send them automatic reminder emails from Calendly. Like the work is really not done, <laughs> like at all. You no, know, that's that's so interesting because I remember when I was doing discovery calls and sales calls, a lot of people would cancel after they booked, right? With this, like, I'm so excited about this because with this strategy that worked for you, what's your retention from booking a call to getting them on the call? It's probably pretty high. Yeah. When you use Facebook ads to generate booked calls, it's like a known fact that you're going to have like a not so ideal no-show rate. And we do have some no-shows and we do have some cancels. Actually, there's a certain email in my nurture sequence after they book that a lot of people end up canceling after they get it, which is actually amazing. I don't actually mind the no-shows and the cancels, although I do think that we tend to have a better rate because people are really connected to who they're speaking to. But ultimately, that's somebody like self-selecting as not being ready for the investment level or the seriousness. I mean, I am like crystal clear at every angle. Like this is not like a free strategy call. It's not a discovery call. This is like, this is what we do. Are you interested in talking about working with us? If you are, please note that this is the investment and minimum ad spend. And if you still want to speak, like, let's get on the phone. So the seriousness of it and people understanding the investment is like baked in at every touch point. That's, that's so powerful too. like allowing yourself as an agency to just say, we're cool if you're a no show, because that means it's not a good fit right now. And 100%. So you have this one funnel. How many funnels are you running or operating at one time? That's been our primary funnel. I'm actually just now, like as of, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, um, playing around with something new because I launched a $37 offer. And quite frankly, I just thought that that would be like a fun one to just like bring in a little bit of extra money. I did not realize because I thought the jump from 37 to our high ticket is just too much. So it wasn't like a thought out funnel. It was like, oh, like I'll get a two to three times return because I know how to manage my ads. Um, And I'll just bring a little bit extra cash each month. That'll be my vacation budget or something. Um, But turns out I'm getting a lot of people buying that product, finding my apply page because there's no direct link to it anywhere and immediately going and, and booking. So that's something new that I'm playing around with right now, which is, you know, leading with, Hey, buy this $37 offer. And then now that I'm seeing it happening, I am going to set up a little bit more of a formal um, segue into great. If you meet these criteria, you might want to book a call with us, but the funnel I've been running, the place I spent my money on in all of 2020, which brought in, you know, over $400,000 in business is this one incredibly simple, maybe had three or four ad variations. Like, like I call it stupid, simple all the time. It obviously had little minute details that made it work, but a couple of ads, one landing page, a booking page. And that's just, I kind of just let it run. 
you probably hear this all the time because I, I was listening to some of the episodes you were on, but I have to say it too. I've literally been seeing your ads for years. <laughs> and then I finally was like, I'm going to click on this and I'm going to reach out to her because it's so crazy. I see them. I saw them all day today too. And I, she I, love, I just love that. You know, it's so funny before I uh, met my boyfriend, when I was doing online dating, I feel like one of the things people would ask for all the time is they're like, Oh, like what's your Instagram handle. And then like a day later, they'd be back here. Like you're following me around the internet. And I'm like, this is a great dating strategy too. I didn't realize. Oh my gosh. I, I actually used to think that it is a good way to get clients, like having your dating and retargeting. And I'm like, never mind, because that ended up to be a quite creepy uh, experience for me. But I love what you're doing. And they are simple. Like I see them and they just capture my attention. But they are, I would say that your ads are very bright. There are a little bit of psychology behind that. Or is that just because you are bright and loving and colorful? Probably a little bit of both. You know, I do think obviously like being on brand and like I make most of my marketing decisions from a place of like what feels really good to me. I don't really believe in this concept of like, well, here's me and here's my personal brand. Like they, they are one and I just exist as myself, but for sure, you know, from running Facebook ads forever, like anytime a client's like, oh, I want to use this image that's blue and white. I'm like, you mean the exact same colors of Facebook that's just going to fade into the background? Like, no, we don't, we're not doing that. So there is probably a, a piece of knowing that stuff that like, I know one of the ads I have running has a big yellow wall in the background and that like taking that shot with on my last brand shoot was very intentional, knowing that that would really stand out. So if somebody wanted to start working with your agency, and I, I do have a question too about that. How big are you right now? Like how big is your agency? We are uh, 11 people total, myself included. Most of those people are campaign managers. So the ones that actually manage the work, we tend to have anywhere between 30 to 40 clients at any given time, but we are, and I mean, not even planning it's happening because that's how I manifest. We're going to be doing $3 million this year. And so um, we will be growing quite rapidly. I'm going to be part of that 3 million. So, yeah. so if somebody does want to work with you, what's that process? How do they get into your funnel? Well, if you go to jenniferspivak.com, I will follow you around until you die. So that's just like an easy, like it'll just be handled. Like, don't worry about anything. I'll just show up at the right place in the right time. But obviously like, yes, that is, that is our website, jenniferspivak.com. There's all the information there in terms of who we work with, how we work. Um, and a, a link to, to our apply page, which is ultimately where I send that traffic to and that funnel begins. I am so excited to watch your growth in 2021 and 2022. And all I'm so thankful that I, that we're meeting right now. It's, it's Yay, me too. I am going to pop in and I, I really do want to see this funnel work. Yes, definitely. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll just get retargeted everywhere. I know you're already, it's fun. Uh, when COVID started to happen, my ads, it got harder to run ads, mm. but have you experienced that or you guys are probably so good at it. You probably haven't had. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting actually March of last year when COVID was really like hitting for the first time, like we literally, I was like, oh, the agency is over. Like we made no money. It was like a sad month. It was bad. But then the funnel in April was the most profitable it's ever been for me. I had a 57 times return in the month of April. That is not a, a thing. Like that blew my mind. So it it can, it can vary. It's going to be different for different businesses and 
you know, millions of different little indicators that Facebook has in terms of whether they like you or not. Like there's just so many layers. We just try to, because here's the thing, there's always going to be some outside circumstance that might be impacting your ads. The election, COVID, the holidays, Black, there's always something. So we are always operating from a place of like, regardless of the circumstance and the, you know, outside thing, like how do we move forward as powerfully as possible? So I don't really pay attention as much to stuff like that, you know? That's awesome. I think that's the way you have to have to be as well. Like you still have to show up and there's always going to be something happening. So yeah, like it's nature of our business that like ad accounts get deactivated sometimes. Like it just is. And as much as you want to believe that there's a way to be perfect and have it never happen, like I don't believe that there is. And so same conversation with clients, like, look, it happened. It sucks. We're already 10 steps ahead of like moving forward and what's next, trying to figure out why and go back. We don't know. It's Facebook. It's all random at the end of the day. Like, let's just move on. It must drive you a little bit crazy when I see certain things like this is how you beat the algorithm. I'm like, I but no, like there's no beating the algorithm because it's, yeah. it just is like, it's so funny when I see those things. I'm like, no, stop. I'll tell you like where that stuff has a little bit of a place is when foundationally messaging wise, like you have everything working so, so well, your ads are working and you want to get. Thank you so much for being here. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me to game the algorithm and, you know, get, you know, do a certain bidding strategies has a place, but that as a foundation won't get you anywhere. Oh, it's interesting. You have me rethinking uh, so many different things. <laughs> it's so fun. And thank you so much. I hope you have like the most amazing year because you will. Yes, and- thank you. I so appreciate you listening to today's episode. Make sure to leave a review, subscribe, and tag us on social media so we can keep the conversation going. I'll see you next week on the Hello Life Academy podcast. This podcast was produced by Share On Air. If you're an entrepreneur or small business that wants to get your podcast up and running, ask us about our concierge podcasting services. Visit shareonair.ca today.